Welcome to the Fit Life with MJ podcast, where you'll learn how to become the most unstoppable, healthy, fit, and confident version of yourself, your way. Listen in as I drop weekly, real, and raw solo episodes and interviews with industry professionals covering all things fitness, mindset, and personal development to inspire and teach you how to get results and level up on your terms. I'm your host, MJ, certified personal trainer, nutrition, mindset, and personal development coach. I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. So let's get into it. Hello, fam. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Life with MJ podcast. Coming at you with another solo episode today. Now, I know I did say I was going to have a really special guest coming on with me today, but unfortunately, we had to shuffle things around due to unforeseen events, and so she is going to be on with me next week. But for today, I am really freaking excited about this particular chat. The topic we're talking about today is in light of recent events that have been happening and things that have been brought to my attention in regards to some confusion around what are the best types of exercise to get lean and toned, and are there certain ways you have to do things to get the results you want in that respect. So... I mean, let's just dive straight into it, hey? We've all seen Miley Cyrus at the Grammys and we're all still picking our jaws up off the floor in awe of just how freaking fit and hot that girl looks. Like, I love Miley on a bad day anyway. Like, she's just never disappoints. She's always taking care of her fitness. She's just amazing. She's creative. She's just got this DGAF personality. I love her through and through, and not to mention the voice, of course. But everyone is really starting to comment on her physique and how fit and toned she looks. And I made a video pointing out the exact same thing, which is on my TikTok and it's on my Instagram and Facebook as well. Just having a bit of fun playing around with pointing out how much I appreciate just the shape that she keeps herself in as a professional singer as well. And let's just say the TikTok version of that post has quite a few views and a lot of comments. and a large percentage of the comments on that post are girls saying, oh yeah, but she does Pilates. And very much pointing to the fact that it was Pilates that got her that body. Now, for a bit of context for you, in the video I made, it's basically me, you can go to my TikTok and you'll see it. It's me basically spitting water out. Like I'm making a joke. It's like I've seen her and I'm like, shit, I've got to get to the gym and put some more work in. This girl's like showing me up. So I'm... On the couch and then I'm like basically racing off to the gym and I'm doing an upper body workout to tone, you know, quote unquote, my arms. And I'm obviously in the gym lifting weights when I've just seen Miley's body. So this is basically the context of the video. And so a lot of girls are commenting on this video saying, oh no, but she does Pilates. You're doing weights. It's different. Now, this for me has really highlighted the confusion that's out there and a lot of the misconceptions about what it actually takes to sculpt a lean fit toned body that what I can see is obviously leading a lot of girls to think they have to do things a certain way just to get one particular result and what I also know about a lot of you is we don't all like the same things when it comes to exercise we don't all like doing things the exact same way like I personally don't enjoy Pilates. I'll do it on the odd occasion, but it's not something I'm going to be going and doing every single day of the week to achieve a certain fitness outcome, right? So 
there are different dynamics of exercise that can get you certain results, but there's not just one way to skin the cat. And I don't want any of you girls looking at certain people and thinking, I would love to have a body like that. And then automatically thinking, oh, that means I have to do this thing that I don't enjoy doing. So I want today's episode to really dive into the different dynamics of fitness and how each one can affect your body differently and how you can use these things and not just exercise. We will, of course, talk about the most important part, which is diet how you can use these things in a way that you enjoy to get the results you want. And also I I do want to point out because yes, there were quite a few comments which were absolutely lovely comments on this video, basically saying you already have a great body. You don't need to compare yourself to Miley. Why are you trying to be exactly like Miley? Just be yourself. And I'm just like, exactly. Yes, exactly. This video was just making light of the fact that like, yes, she's gorgeous. It was like, oh my God, that gives me motivation to go out and work harder on myself, right? Like I'm not trying to be Miley. I'm not trying to look exactly like Miley. And I don't want you girls to ever think that when you see someone, you have to go out and and set out to look exactly like that person. The idea is always to become your best self using the inspiration of other people who maybe look similar to how you yourself would like to look in your best shape, right? So carrying on from that, a lot of the confusion and a lot of the comments I'm seeing are basically just saying, yeah, but Miley does Pilates. So therefore, if you want a body like Miley's, you've got to do Pilates. And she also does um, a yoga, a style of yoga that works on your cardio fitness. I mean, Obviously, because one of the biggest things that touring artists like Miley have to do is really hone in on their cardio fitness so that they can sing while they are running around and dancing on stage. I mean, like I've been a group fitness instructor before. I know how hard it is to even just talk in broken sentences when you are at max capacity aerobically. These kids, like Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, all any touring artist who performed Pink, oh my God, Pink, ah, I didn't mention my girl. Any Anyone like that, they've really got to hone in on their cardio fitness as well because they need to be able to hold a tune. It's hard enough to sing when you're not dancing around and they need to be able to sing and, and run around and get puffed out at the same time. These, these girl, girls, they absolutely kill it. So of course, one of Miley's focuses is a cardio style yoga. Um, yoga is also really great for other things, of course, like honing in on getting into the feels of your body, going internally, becoming more aware of your body. It's a great spiritual practice as well. I'm getting more into myself. I really want to start actually practicing yoga uh, a lot more regularly than what I do at the moment because I really, I really haven't done yoga enough in my time. It's something I'm bringing in. But there is, there's also been some times where she has done functional fitness style moves. Like we've seen the video clip for flowers and she's with the battle ropes and she's doing all these like hardcore kind of boots, boot camp style movements. She's dabbled in a little bit of that before as well. We can't forget about the fact that she eats a well put together diet as well. She does eat a very good diet and that does control your results more than anything, but we'll talk about that really soon. But what I want to do is just break down the difference in all the different styles of exercise that you can do, the results that they will give you and how they can give you different results by the way that you do them, which will make more sense in a moment. And basically that's going to help you understand how to put these styles of workouts together yourself in a way that you enjoy so that you can actually get the results you want. 
So let's let's look at this. At the end of the day, Pilates, weight training, functional fitness, like HIIT style where you're using body weight and, and things like that, it's all resistance training. At the end of the day, the thing that builds muscle is resistance. It's not how you apply the resistance, it's resistance. Like, I'm sure so many of you girls have seen in yourselves, let's say, for example, you've held a job as a waitress and all of a sudden your arms got stronger because you're carrying 15 kilos of plates half the day. Or you've got a boyfriend or you know guys who have muscle and have built muscle and got stronger because they had a physical job, right? You can see straight from that that it's not necessarily because like they're not doing Pilates. They're not lifting weights necessarily in a gym. They're not lifting dumbbells and barbells but they're getting stronger because they're lifting heavy things. It doesn't matter what you lift. It's the resistance of the weight of what you are lifting that matters, right? So whether it's a dumbbell, whether it's the resistance of the cable on a reformer Pilates bench, and this is probably one thing I should have mentioned at the start, we're mostly talking about reformer Pilates here because, I mean, no, we don't have to be because there is resistance in regular body weight Pilates, obviously, because you're still working with the weight of your body in a lot of the movements as well, similar to yoga in that sort of sense. But at the end of the day, it's not what you're lifting in object-wise. It's not like you can't get muscle unless you're lifting dumbbells. You can get muscle lifting anything that's heavy. Mums, I'm sure you noticed you got stronger when you started having to pick your kids up, right? You started becoming more and more capable of lifting those kids off the ground. If you became a mum and then started weight training, you probably noticed you also found it easier to pick the kids up, right? It's not what you're lifting. It's the fact that you're lifting weight at all, regardless of what form that weight comes in. So whether it's Pilates, whether it's your body weight in Pilates, whether it is the resistance of the cables on a reformer bench, whether it is dumbbells or machines in the gym, they all apply weight that your body has to move against gravity or against the resistance of whatever machine it's on which makes your muscles have to work at a certain intensity to create enough force to move that weight now how you grow muscle depends on how heavy the weight is that you've asked your body to lift because if your body is only capable of lifting a certain amount of weight and you keep asking it to lift more and more weight, it's going to adapt and grow to be capable of lifting that weight. So that's how you build muscle. It doesn't matter whether you do Pilates or whether you lift dumbbells or use machines at the gym or whether you've got a physical job that asks you to lift weight, your body will adapt to become capable of what you are asking it to do. Okay, now this is where the difference between weightlifting and Pilates does come in though. Anyone who's used a reformer bench in a Pilates studio or has done just regular body weight Pilates or has lifted dumbbells in a gym or used machine weights at the gym or lifted anything in a gym really, you will know that there are different degrees of resistance that you can go up to, right? So body weight Pilates, you're only ever lifting your body weight. You're only ever asking your body to perform certain moves under the weight intensity of your body in the positions it's in throughout the movements. With 
reformer Pilates. You're only ever lifting the resistance that can be applied to the cables. And I'm, as far as I'm aware with different styles of Pilates reformer benches that I've seen, you can only really go up to a certain heaviness. I think for the most part, there's usually about, is it like four or five or six different springs and you can use different combinations of the springs. Um, there's different ways. I know different reformer benches have different ways you can change the resistance of the bench. But for the most part, they really only go up to a certain heaviness of resistance that you can control and, and move properly in each of the different styles of movement that you can perform on one of the benches. Which means you're only really able to build enough muscle and strength to handle the maximum weight that you can actually get on a reformer bench or you're only ever going to create enough strength and muscle density to cope with moving your body in a body weight Pilates class. In the gym, however, you've got access to weights that can go up to way past what you're capable of lifting, which means you've got endless abilities and endless different ways of lifting things and moving weights that are far beyond what you're capable of. So you can actually therefore build much more strength and muscle density. So at the end of the day, it all just comes down to the fact that you're doing resistance training. You are lifting a weight. But the difference that comes in is how much weight do you have the availability to choose from, right? So a gym obviously gives you so much more ability to choose so many different weights, so much heavier weights, where you've got that chance to build more strength. This is why you'd see people are able to get stronger in a gym than what they would if they only ever did Pilates, right? So having said that, you don't have to choose, you don't have to just choose Pilates because you don't want to get bulky, right? So bearing in mind, just because you've got the option to lift heavier in a gym doesn't mean you have to, right? So for me, for example, you girls have seen how heavy I lift in some of my videos. If you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok even, you'll see my videos, my stories. A lot of the time I'm sharing the weights that I'm lifting. You can see them in the, in the videos. And I can lift pretty heavy for some of the exercises I do compared to what a lot of girls typically would. And I'm not overly bulky and big. And like the, these aren't the comments I typically get about my body is that I'm manly or that I'm big and bulky. I never get those comments about my body. I don't see myself as a bulky person, but I lift heavy. We're going to talk about how that happens in a moment. But don't be afraid of stepping into a gym and lifting heavy, thinking that you're going to get big and bulky. There's different ways that you can lift in a gym that will allow you to build the muscle density you want without getting, quote unquote, again, big and bulky. So just for context, for my girls here who don't, who just want to have like a, a nice, you know, slender sort of athletic, kind of like a Miley Cyrus build, right? You don't just have to do Pilates to make that happen. And there's a lot of other things you need to take into account if you did use Pilates to make it happen to get a body like that anyway. But if you are someone who likes going to the gym, likes the freedom and the diversity you've got of the different workout styles you can do in a gym, and you don't really love the idea of only ever being able to do Pilates again, but you want a body like Miley, 
you don't have to just do Pilates to get that body. You can get the same results in the gym. The trick is maybe just don't lift as heavy. And hey, guess what? Even if you do lift fuck off heavy, like you lift, push yourself, get as strong as you damn well can. Again, what you eat is going to determine how much muscle you're able to put on anyway. So you can control how big your muscles actually get just through your diet and still go in the gym and throw down and have a great time, enjoy yourself and still get a body like Miley. Just because she does Pilates, it's still resistance training, right? How heavy you lift in the gym will determine how big those muscles get and how big, how much you eat. So don't just, yeah, don't limit yourself to just thinking that because you see someone doing something that you have to do that exact thing to get the body that they have, right? And again, remember, it's your best body you're going for, not the exact replica of whoever you've seen that you've been inspired by. So that's, that's that part I wanted to point out for you. Now, I'm not doing this as like a oh, Pilates, don't do Pilates, go to the gym, you've got more variety. What I'm saying is do what you prefer, right? Because if I didn't know this, and this is what I'm seeing a lot of girls in the comments of this video saying, which has brought it to my attention. If I didn't know this and I saw Miley's body and then looked up what does Miley do and it said Pilates and cardio yoga and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do Pilates. And then I go and start hating every single workout because I'm like, I just want to look like Miley. And then I'm hating Every, every time I go into Pilates, I'm unhappy. I'm not enjoying it. I'm getting bored. Am I really going to have a great relationship with fitness or happiness in life if I think I have to hate the thing that's going to give me what I think I want? Fuck no. So if I had someone saying to me, hey, girl, you can go to the gym. You can lift weights and still get a body like that. Here's how. I go, oh, my fucking God, thank you so much. So that's basically why I'm doing this episode for you. So that's basically the long and the short of that. Now, of course... When it comes to controlling how much muscle density you have as well, another thing, obviously for more reasons than just muscle density, another thing to implement into your fitness routine is cardio training, which is why a balance of strength training and cardio training is how I program my workouts for my Fit Life Fam girls because both are super important, especially if you just want to have that general, you know, you want to have a lean, toned, fit, strong body and you want to be energized, you want to be able to run around with your kids or get through the day without being puffed and, and losing energy throughout the day and stuff like that. That's, it's a combination of cardio and strength training that will get you that. Also, though, cardio helps avoid bulking up, so to speak, like in layman's terms. Let me sort of explain how that works. Essentially, basically, if you are strength training, you're building muscle. If you're strength training with the intention of progressive overload, lifting heavier and heavier over time, and eating the right way, you can grow the size of your muscles so that you have more muscle tone, right? But also, if you are regularly running or performing cardio-style workouts as well, your body is also adapting to that style of fitness too. And your body just, the physics, genetics, the way our bodies work, they, it's... <laughs> In the process of adapting to a lifestyle that has a lot of cardio implemented into it as well, your body actually won't get as bulky when you're doing a lot of cardio as what it would if you were doing zero cardio and just all strength training, right? Because your body, like, it's it's like, well, I don't want to be too heavy. If I'm performing all this cardio, I need to be a bit lighter. I need to be a bit more slender and agile so that I can move better when I'm doing the cardio. So it's, it's going to slow down the way that it's, bulking up on the muscle again it's it's hard to explain it in sort of layman's terms without going into like the sciencey of it 
that I don't want to go into the science of trans because it's just like it's not really going to get my point across as well for you girls. But basically, it's not like your body is standing there thinking, oh, well, she's running now. We better not put muscle on as much. It's just the response that your body has in adapting to what it needs to be for you to also do cardio with your strength training. It just doesn't put on muscle as much, but you still get stronger, right? Because with practicing weightlifting and, and lifting resistance training in any way, you are still training your body to use your muscles better and recruiting more muscle fibers within the muscle you already have. So you get stronger, you get fitter, you will gain a little bit of muscle but because you're doing your cardio. It also sort of minimizes how much bulk you'll actually put on, which is why you always see, um, whenever you see weightlifters, hybrid, hybrid athletes, if any of you follow any hybrid athletes on social media, you'll see they're always talking about how hard they're training with their weightlifting to make sure they maintain their muscle now that they've increased their cardio as well. So a lot of people who do weightlifting and then also go into um, running, like maybe marathon running or triathlons or whatever it is, they, they'll tend to say things like, oh, I've got to lift a bit heavier now. I've got to really put the work in in the gym to make sure I maintain this muscle now that I'm doing more cardio because cardio typically is, it's catabolic. If you do too much cardio, it's, your body will actually start to like, ditch a little bit of its muscle to make the cardio easier. So if you're doing both in a good balance, that's kind of going to help you stay nice and slender and just athletic looking, you know, like Miley. So yeah, that's the, that's the long and the short of it. I hope that made sense. I know I kind of went around in circles a little bit while I was trying to get my point across in an easy to understand way. But then of course, like I've been saying this whole time, your diet has the biggest impact on what you can achieve with your body. Your diet is the building block. So think of your body like a house made of brick, right? I know that sounds weird, but stay with me. Think of your body like a house made of bricks and your diet is the bricks and your body is the house, okay? So your diet is the bricks, which are the nutrients and the calories. So if you want a full house and it's going to take you 50,000 bricks to build this full house, but you only set aside or you only give yourself 30,000 bricks, you're not going to be able to finish the house, are you? Because there's not enough bricks, aka nutrients or calories, coming in to finish the walls off, right? I hope that analogy makes sense. But what I basically mean is if you're not eating enough calories and nutrients, if you're, let's say your calorie intake is, let's say your calorie needs for the day is 1800 calories. That's how much energy you burn from 12 a.m. midnight to 12 a.m. the next midnight. Like it's to 11.59 the next night. In a 24 hour period, you burn 1800 calories. If you eat 1600 calories in that 24 hour period, you're eating 200 calories less than what your body needs. Now, as we all know, when we eat more calories, which are energy, than what we need, our body stores the excess as fat. But it's also doing other things with those calories and the nutrients that are in the foods that contain those calories, such as proteins, carbohydrates, the aminos inside fats, the, the, the fatty acids inside fats, they all going to play an important part in your body. So a lot of, and a lot of what they do is also laying down muscle tissue, protecting muscle tissue, regenerating cells, including muscle tissue within your body. So if you're 
calorie requirements are 1800 and you're only eating 1600, there's no excess there coming in to help you lay down more muscle tissue. When you are, you're, so you're creating these tiny little micro tears in your muscles when you're doing your resistance workouts. Your body is therefore growing and adapting and getting stronger and laying down more muscle tissue to adapt, to become stronger so it can handle what you're asking it to do now with the resistance training. But you need to be giving it a little bit more than what you're burning. You need to be giving it a little bit more calories and nutrients than what you're burning and using in a day. So it's got that excess there to actually lay down that new muscle tissue. I hope I've explained that in a way that makes sense. But basically, the way that your diet controls what results you get is, firstly, you've all heard the term, you can't out-train a bad diet. If your diet is just full of low-nutrient processed foods, you're not getting enough nutrients in there for your body to really lay down the muscle tissue to have a healthy metabolism to burn off excess fat. Your body can't function the way it needs to to give you the results it wants. If you're in a heavy calorie deficit, like if you are very under eating your calorie needs by a long shot, your body's not getting anywhere near what it needs to actually even build new muscle tissue. So it's going to take a lot, a lot of effort for you to even gain a little bit of muscle because your body really doesn't have any excess to work with to lay that muscle tissue down above what it already needs to just get you through the day, right? If you're eating in a slight calorie surplus, your body has everything it needs to get you through the day, plus a little bit more to lay down that muscle tissue, right? And that's basically the different dynamics of how your diet will control. So the, the, more, the more of a calorie surplus you're in, the faster you'll be able to build muscle in alignment with your strength training and, and pushing your body to adapt and grow through your workouts. So the more of a calorie surplus you're in, the more excess your body has to lay down more muscle tissue, the faster you can grow muscle tissue and the bigger you'll be able to get, right? So think about it again with the, the house and the bricks analogy. The more bricks you've got, the bigger the house you can build, right? The less bricks you've got, the smaller the house you'll build. Calories and your body are exactly the same. The workouts are just the process of you getting in and building the house, right? That's probably the most succinct way that I've laid that analogy out this whole time. <laughs> but that's basically how it works. The more bricks you've got, AKA calories and nutrients, the bigger the house you can build. So your body can only get as big as the calories you are taking in, regardless of what you're doing in the gym. So if you only ever eat 2000 calories a day, you're only ever going to get big enough with it. You're only going to build, you're only ever going to build a body big enough that your body can sustain at 2000 calories. You're not going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because there's no, there's nothing there to keep your body, to help your body sustain any more size. Same as building a house with a certain amount of bricks. So Whatever workouts you are doing, whether it's Pilates, whether it's working out in the gym, you're only ever going to get to the size that A, the workouts challenge you to get to. Because if you eat a ton of calories, like if you way overeat your calories, but you only ever do Pilates and you're not really asking your body to get stronger and build muscle beyond a certain intensity level, because there's only so heavy you can really lift in Pilates, then a lot of what you will gain will end up being fat because you're not asking your body to build any more muscle tissue with more intense workouts. Does that make sense? Whereas if you are going into the gym and you're lifting your ass off, getting stronger, getting like you see bodybuilders do, they go in there, they push themselves every day, they ask just that little bit more of themselves every day, they get stronger, they lift heavier, they lift heavier, they lift heavier, they eat more, they eat more, they eat more, 
they get bigger muscles because they're challenging their muscles to change and they're also feeding those muscles to grow. Um, but yeah, so with if the workouts aren't as intense, the body the the um, you're no longer asking your body to adapt anymore. You've you've basically become as strong as you need to for the resistance that you're lifting in the Pilates workouts. Then your body doesn't need to adapt and change to get any stronger, but you're still eating all these calories. Then it will store them more as fat. If that makes sense. So my point for you at the end of the day is. Find the way that you prefer for exercising that is going to get you the results you want. So if you want a lean, toned, athletic physique, you want to be fit, you want to be strong, but you're not worried about being overly strong, then, you know, Pilates might be right for you if you enjoy Pilates. But if you don't enjoy Pilates, you can still get the exact same results in the gym. Just don't lift as heavy. This the strength and the amount of muscle you want to build purely just comes down to how heavy you lift and how much you eat, really. So find a way of exercising that you enjoy. Strength, resistance training combined with some cardio and just eat to the calorie amount of the body you want. And that's a whole different kettle of fish, of course, as well. And if you do have questions about how to know how much you should be eating and what foods you should be eating to get the body you want, then definitely just shoot me a DM. I will we'll find out what it is that you want to do, what you need, and I'll be able to help and guide you to learn how to eat the right way as well, of course. So just, yeah, shoot me a DM if you want to talk about that because that's a whole different topic in and of itself. But at the end of the day, regardless of like how you want your body to look, you're not just confined to one specific way of making it happen. Like you can absolutely do a combination of weight training in a gym and Pilates. There's absolutely no reason you will still get the lean toned physique. You'll burn fat, you'll have some muscle tone, you'll be strong, you'll be fit, all the things. Um, so yeah, I just don't want you girls to think that you've got to put yourself in a certain box just because you see someone looking a certain way and that's your inspiration and that's the kind of body you want to achieve for yourself. Um, and thinking that you're going to be limited to only doing the kind of workouts that they did to make that happen. There's so many different ways to skin the cat. Um, and just the important thing at the end of the day is that you're enjoying what you do to get the results that you want. Because if you don't, it's just going to create a bad relationship with fitness, with health, with your body. And it's just going to not make for a very enjoyable life, is it? And we're all here to live these lives to the best that we absolutely can. That's what it's all about. All right, my loves, I hope I have made this make sense for you. I hope I've cleared some things up for you and taken some pressure off for you when it comes to achieving the fitness and body that you want. Any questions, even if it's not about how to eat the right way, any questions at all, please shoot them through. If you're feeling confused about anything I've said, again, shoot them through because that way I can help clear it up for you and then maybe I can do another episode to clear it up if I've made anything sound confusing. <laughs> All right, my loves, my social media connections are always in the show notes for you so you can catch me. Catch me or find me. That was a combination of those two words. You can catch me on Instagram and Facebook Messenger. I will drop them in the show notes for you. I might even put TikTok on there as well because... I know um, there's a lot of girls sort of reaching out through TikTok now as well. Um, and yeah, as always, fam, if you enjoyed this episode and you got value from it, do not keep it to yourself.
let anyone you know who you think will benefit from hearing this chat let them know about us tell them to look up the fit life with mj on their favorite podcast streaming platform so that they can find us and, and hopefully it helps change their lives too because that's what we're trying to do here we're just trying to change and positively impact as many freaking lives as possible you all deserve to live your very best lives so spread the word it helps us get more out there to everyone else especially if you've got time to jump onto the platform you're listening on and leave us a five-star review. I love seeing how much you guys absolutely love listening to this podcast. I get the DMs all the time. So pop over and just pop that review into the platform you're listening on because that helps us get to the top of the ranks when someone's looking for a podcast like this and it can help them find us a lot more easily so it can actually positively impact their lives too. Spread the word even more so we can help more people thrive. All right, my loves. That is it from me. I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye for now.